start off with the good news, get to the bad news. The good news is that was quick. Peel garbage strike over in one day. That's fantastic. Well done, everybody, for working together um, and getting that garbage strike gone. We like that. Uh, In other news, this is sad. Remember yesterday I started off, I think, hour two trending topics talking about that video I saw. It was just remarkable, and I'm sure that other people by now have seen it. It was the video shared online of... um, This guy who lives in Churchill, Manitoba, he had one of his sled dogs out by the water. A polar bear is Mm -hmm. patting his sled dog, and it is so absolutely gentle. And I joked that, what, is he tenderizing the meat? Because it's also scary because the dog is chained up. Yeah, can't go anywhere. Here's an update on that story. Um, The dog and the bear are best of friends forever. the, The video has now gone viral, but two days before the video went viral, uh, one of his sled dogs chained up outside his residence was eaten by a polar bear. So uh, that was probably post, you know, the patting of the dog. And, you know, maybe they're just checking out their territory. But the reality is uh, they were feeding the polar bears, which you're not supposed to do. So they have this pack of uh, dog sled dogs, and Mm -hmm. they were feeding the polar bears. And just imagine, I imagine it would go something like this. You're lying in bed with your wife. You wake up and go, holy, did you feed the bears? I didn't feed the bears. Did you feed the bears? No. Nightmare. Bear took it upon himself to eat one of the sled dogs. The dogs fed the bear. Yeah. it's a re- and you, Apparently, according to the Inuit people that live up there, they basically say that in the Arctic, they never chain up their, um, their dogs because it, in, to enable it to act as a guard dog, you have to leave it off a chain because on a chain it knows it's vulnerable and it won't bark. So the dog made absolutely no noise. And I also pointed out last uh, yesterday that I was nervous that that poor dog, which was being treated very gently by this wild polar bear, uh, was on a, a rope and no one was freaking out about it. They were just filming Video it. Videotaping it nicely. And you can't hurt a polar bear, bear unless it's a, a huge threat to you and your safety, I think, because they're endangered. So there's all kinds of laws around that. Well, if it was going to eat my dog, I would probably hurt the polar bear. True story. I, I just I, I don't care. But if you or not, can't hear your dog, beast. no. I, know. I mean, clearly there's people that don't care about their animals that much, right? I mean, they've got them. They're basically left out as chum. Don't, but don't feed wild animals. Right. That's how you get a pest problem. Yeah, and you do not want a polar bear pest problem. Trust me no, on that. No, you don't. I don't know at all what I'm talking about there. But uh, Kanye. <laughs> well, you don't want a coyote pest problem. You don't want a raccoon pest problem. It's just a bigger pest. Let's talk about Kanye West. He uh, dropped this hot potato at his concert last night. So basically, he said, if I would have voted, I would have voted for Trump. But, you know, Kanye West didn't vote. And uh, it doesn't matter either way if he would have voted for Trump. Who cares what he would have done? He didn't do anything. And that says everything, right? I, I'm so I I don't understand people yourself, who don't guy. vote. I know I, over half of our population doesn't vote, so I'm talking to a lot of people who don't vote right now. I don't understand it. I need an explanation. At mm-hmm. Creston Talks, if you want to try to sway me to your non-voting side. Uh, this is interesting. It's getting a lot of uproar online today. Doctor Phil will have Shelley Duvall from The Shining and Popeye on the show. And she is clearly mentally ill. Have a little listen. I knew Robin, and I was sorry when he died. That was a sad day. I don't think he's dead. Yeah, you don't think he's dead? No. What, what do you think happened? Well, Beatles escapes. I don't know. Stones escapes. <laughs> Where do you think he is? 
shape-shifting. <laughs> yeah. He looks real good in some forms, in other forms he doesn't. Do you see him? Half, yes. How sad is that? So people are really upset at uh, Dr. Phil for, for, you know, even airing that. Uh, and I know people are going to say, well, Kelly, you just aired the clip, but the reality is we're just reporting on something that people are talking about. And it's something that's trending right now. People are very upset about that. That Dr. Phil is, they're saying Dr. Phil's taking advantage of this poor woman to parade her on TV. Well, he totally is. <sighs> I, I'm, I'm, it's all about ratings. It, you think it, he cares about her mental health? Give me a break. What if someone else gets help because they see it or they help someone that they know? Because I'm trying to help the poor guy out. I'm sorry. Why? I don't know. He's loaded. He doesn't care about you. All right, let's move on to the uh, the next thing that I saw that caught my eye. Uh, it's the opening of the Christmas market at the distillery district, and you were going to have to pay uh, on the weekend to get in. We talked about this, Chris. This is, was, was because it was mayhem last year. It's become a new tradition in the city mm-hmm. of Toronto and beyond to go to this. It's a charming place to go, this it's Christmas. Awesome. Christmas uh, market at the distillery. Um, I've only gone on the free nights just mm. because I've had time to do that. But apparently it's a zoo on the weekend. So they're going to six bucks to get in, I think, on the weekend, like probably from Wednesday on or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, Santa Claus Parade is this Sunday. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. Yeah. Santa Claus is coming to town. Parade starts at uh, 12.30 at Christie Pitts, ends at St. Lawrence Market, and it is going to be a cold one. We're expecting the weather to change, and uh, we're expecting some flurries, actually, and some uh, wind chill. That's a word we haven't said in a long, long time. I haven't missed it, in fact. Um, but so bundle up if you're going to the Santa Claus Parade. Do you ever go to the Santa Claus Parade downtown Toronto? I Trump? have never once been to a parade Period. No, sorry. Really? No. I went to um, a parade that I had to cover for a college news story, and uh, the other only other parade I've ever been to, I marched in the Richmond Hill Santa Claus Parade once, but I've never, by choice, gone to a parade because I think they're kind of boring. Wow. Tell us how you really feel about that. <laughs> uh, this is a heads up. What you really should be worried about when you buy those, do you ever buy those salads in bags or the salads in the plastic clamshell? Yes. Okay, that's, what, that's how I get my lettuce or the, my spinach. Beware the salad juices, Chris. Salad juices? Salad juices. This is a salad. Delicious. You know, you've felt the salad juices. When you pick up a leaf and it's damaged and it's wilty and yeah. it's kind of slimy. And you're wondering how much can I rinse this to make it edible? Well, you should rinse it all the time now. Experts are saying the damaged salad leaves in, leaves in uh, bag salads help bacteria. The bacteria we know is Seminilla grow. And while salad is often exposed to salmonella in the field from insects or bird dropping, uh, other, you know, uh, sources of contamination, outbreaks among humans are rare. But this study that was published in the Journal for the American Society for Microbiology looked at salad juices in water, which mimicked the environment inside the bag salads that are available in stores. And and the researchers found out that five days after the after being in the fridge, 100 salmonella bacterium multiplied to approximately 100,000. That's five days. I know what you're doing when you go home. You're pitching it, aren't you? They also found that salad juices encouraged uh, the formation of salmonella. Uh, Biofilms, a thin layer of the bacteria that clings to the leaf, are powerfully resistant to being washed off. On top of that, juices from the damaged leaves also uh, help salmonella stick to salads, plastic containers. So what they're saying here is make sure you are probably ditching the broken 
just, you know, damaged mm-hmm. leaves, but wash your salad every time. I know there's like, you know, four times wash. Sometimes yeah, they'll say triple wash. you should still, wash. yeah, you should still wash it. So I just thought I'd uh, let everybody know about that. Cause quite frankly, that's the kind of thing that I want to know about. Uh, if Robert McDermott has his way, Toronto will drop from the six to the five. He is one of the people that are pushing for free Scarborough wants uh, Scarborough to leave Toronto and be its own city. This is a free Scarborough campaign, and the uh, there's a petition to go along with it for a more autonomous Scarborough that has its own city. It's its own city and keeps all its taxes in the east end of the city. I guess this is, you know, I, I they kind of have a point. When I go out to Scarborough, mm-hmm. and I know the beaches were upset about the amalgamation and the fact that maybe they would, you know, the beaches uh, east would be joined to uh, Scarborough Ward with this new remapping of the uh, city mm-hmm. uh, and and the wards and such. Um, I, I go to Scarborough and I think, wow, this is just a foreign place to me because I don't go out there very often. It is It is its own city. It really is. It's massive. Yeah, no, it, it, it is huge um, in a geographic sense. And also there's a lot of people who live out there. But I still feel the difference from ward to ward. You know, I don't know if it's just because I remember the, the, the boundaries in the separate cities, but I still feel it sort of from Etobicoke to mm-hmm. North York to East York to Scarborough. And uh, I do too. And, I, it, and they're, they're, maybe it's a holdover from when they were separate cities and different planning and different needs. But I, I don't know. Is Are we... I don't know how seriously anyone's going to take this movement to separate Scarborough or if people at City Hall are shaking in their well, boots. Well, I think the beaches like would like to happen. see them go. Yeah. <laughs> see but, ya. Uh, uh, you know, if, if you take one seriously, what's yeah. to stop Etobicoke from leaving next? Well, and, you know, are some of these places so big now that they should secede? You know, the population has grown exponentially. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you wonder if, you know, people are always saying, well, do we really need another city councillor? But you wonder if some of them would manage their affairs a little better if they were focused on, you know, their own houses. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there.